There's plenty of bad news out there. How about some good news? The book of Proverbs says that good news from a far country is like cold waters to a thirsty soul. I'm glad you're listening, because I do have good news. It's from a far country, so get out a tall glass. My name is Dean Kirshner, and I'm part of the Ministry of Gospel Link. As you can tell by the name, Gospel Link is centered on the good news of Jesus Christ, who He is, what He has done, and what He is doing today. Today we're going to hear some good news from the country of Tanzania, because Tanzania, or Tanzania as they say it, is a fascinating country. Tanzania is beautiful. A person can climb Mount Kilimanjaro, 19,000 feet above sea level, only three degrees from the equator, and walk in snow any time of the year. And yet on the same day in Tanzania, another person is down on the beach by the Indian Ocean, sweltering in 100 degree temperatures. To give you an idea of the size of Tanzania, picture New Mexico, and Texas combined. Now I know all you Texans don't like the idea of something bigger than Texas, but not only is Tanzania the size of Texas and New Mexico put together, the estimated population of Tanzania is 60 million people. That is twice the number of people living in Texas. Maybe we could say that Tanzania is the Texas of Africa, although I have to hasten to say that the deer in Tanzania are bigger than the ones in Texas, and the snakes in Tanzania are bigger than the ones in Texas. And though I know that Texas boasts some monster wild hogs, none of them would have a chance against the lions of Tanzania. But what am I talking about? This podcast doesn't focus on mountains and wildlife. I'm looking for good news from a far country. Tanzania is definitely a faraway country. So, what is God doing there? Let me introduce a man named Samuel Kabanaki. Samuel is one out of 199 national preachers supported in Tanzania through Gospel Inc. Now that doesn't mean that Gospel Link sends them money. That means that Gospel Link is a conduit to help individuals, families, Small groups and churches send financial support to help these 199 different national preachers in Tanzania evangelize, disciple, and plant churches. Pastor Samuel Kabanaki lives in Dar es Salaam, and he is one of these preachers. The name of this episode is called Super Sammy, so I need to tell you why I call him Super. Less than a year ago, Samuel is out on an evangelism outreach in the village of Mungo. The weather was nice, and up ahead, he saw a group of young people. They were shouting and arguing with each other. 
As he drew near, Samuel discovered that they were watching a soccer match. He had arrived during the second half, and he found him a place with the spectators. When the game was over, the fans of the winning team jumped and shouted and praised their lovely team, he wrote. After the initial celebration, I asked them if they would listen to me for a little. They agreed. I congratulated the winning team, and then I asked them if they want to hear about the best coach I ever met, and about the best team manager, and about the best captain. With this statement, everyone is looking at me, and some of them were obviously anxious to hear. Then I explained very well whom I was telling them, and he is Jesus. He can coach, manage, and captain to each of us, and he gives eternal life. I gave an invitation, and eleven of those young people accepted Christ as Savior with me that day. They are attending church, and two of them have shifted to a northern town in the country, but continue to stay in touch with me. I don't know which team won the soccer match, but that story is good news. Samuel Kabanaki has been with Gospel Inc. since 2006, but he was serving the Lord long before then. You see, our ministry does not sponsor a preacher unless they are already in the ministry, and Samuel began the ministry back in 1993. Gospel Inc. doesn't just want to send money to help people in ministry. Plenty of people overseas would suddenly join the ministry if we sent them money. No, we are looking for people who are already serving the Lord and doing the best they can with what resources they have. Those who are faithful in little will be faithful in much. And Samuel is one of those. On his application, he wrote that he had estimated about 1,800 people had accepted Christ through his ministry. That is a lot of people. But we realized that if we could raise more support for him, he would be fruitful with more. Gospeling has found three sponsors for Samuel Kabanaki. A lady in North Carolina, a couple in Nebraska, and the man and his wife who taught Sunday school back when I lived in Florida. Samuel Kabanaki has received support for his family and ministry since 2006. And during that time, we have been counting. Over 12,000 people have come to know Jesus as their personal Savior through his ministry since that time. That's called a national preacher being supported to do more of what God has called him to do. Now some of those 12,000 people were of course in large meetings that Samuel held, while others are soccer fans like the story he wrote about in his quarterly report, or like the lady Anastasia that he met last year. Our team went to do evangelism in the villages of Biarrabo, Kihumulo, Burgalama, and Kiabumbo. The ministry was very effective, though we faced some different challenges. Some of our fellows got sick from malaria. Even the car did get a breakdown. But God was on our side and gave us healing and victories. Most of the people in this area were worshipping their ancestral spirits. Some were very discouraged about their lifestyle. I met Anastasia, 
and she told me that she did not go to church because she was tired of the preachers who are preaching the prosperity gospel and giving wrong prophecies. I explained the gospel to her and the love of God which offers salvation. Anastasia accepted Jesus. That is good news. Samuel Kavanaki came from humble beginnings. His home life was not stable. He tells how growing up there was a lot of religion talked about, but not much substance. His father and his mother actually attended separate churches, so there was no agreement about the teachings of Jesus. Samuel went the way of the world as a young man and was mainly concerned about money and his reputation. One day he went into a church as a gag or a joke. But the preacher that day preached from John 7, 33, where Jesus said, Yet a little while am I with you, and then I go unto him that sent me. Sammy was intrigued, and instead of walking out, he stayed as the pastor moved on to more of Jesus' teaching from John chapter 3. That day, Sammy went forward to the pulpit and repented of all his sin. What a great day that was. But I don't think it made the news. I don't know. Let's see. Let's see. Highlights. Highlights from 1983. 1983. Okay. Uh, U.S. invaded Grenada. Uh, Soviet shoot down Korean airliner. Let's see here. Uh, how about the human interest stories? 1983. Okay. Michael Jackson's album is a big hit. Wow. Nothing in the news about Samuel Kabanaki's eternal destiny being changed. Nothing about God saving a young man who will go on to preach to thousands in his country. Funny how the world just doesn't see and value what heaven counts as good news. When Samuel first started the ministry, he was so poor that he didn't own a suit. And everyone in Tanzania knows that you can't preach without a suit. He didn't let that stop him. He went to an American missionary that he had met and asked him if he could borrow his suit to go and preach. Now, I know we have different levels of financial affluence in our country, but in my lifetime, no one that I know has ever had to borrow a suit to preach. And Pastor Kabanaki's first church? Well, <laughs> that also had humble beginnings. No brochures, no billboards, no radio announcements. Sammy felt like God wanted him to start a church. So he talked to the local principal of a school and got permission to use one of the classrooms on Sunday morning. This classroom had open air windows, so everyone passing by that first morning could see the new church and could easily hear the passionate young preacher as he spoke to the congregation. But that was also an attention getter. People glanced in and the room was empty well, almost. There was one person in the audience, only one, on the day that Samuel Kavanaki planted his first church. She sat there, contented, happy, dressed for church, and in love with the preacher. 
The only person in attendance for Sammy's first sermon was Sammy's wife. <laughs> a borrowed suit, a congregation of one. The scripture tells us that before honor is humility. Today, Samuel Kabanaki is well known in Tanzania. He has been asked more than once to be the president of the Baptist Convention in Tanzania. But despite the honor that that might bring, he has turned it down. He simply states that it would be too much work for him to do, and he wants to continue to be the national director for Gospel Inc., as well as have the freedom to travel and evangelize. Samuel Kabanaki is indeed a national missionary. He has a team and he plans outreaches to unreached areas. Sometimes they have to travel 19 hours by car to reach their evangelism destination. <laughs> That's like me driving into New England or to the Rocky Mountains to share the gospel in a village. But listen to this report he wrote. I thank God that he enabled our team to do door-to-door -door evangelism in seven villages. One of the villages where we preached is named Ukalanzara. This is village is in the hills, and the meaning of Ukalanzara is, you will stay hungry. The village got this name because where they are is in the hills, and there is no good water. The people have to travel many miles to get clean drinking water. Nonetheless, these were friendly people, and they were very happy to have visitors. These people worship their gods at the top of the hills, and I come to meet one of their high priest leaders of this cult. The man's name is Chilomoto, and he was old and in bad health. He is so sick that he has no hope of living. He sleeps much of the day on a small bed. When Chilomoto goes out, he uses a stick to walk. I explained to Chilomoto that Jesus is a savior who gives people new life. The healing that Jesus wants to do for people is spiritually when they receive him. You know, it's hard to say what might have happened in that village 15 years ago. If Chilomoto was strong and arrogant, as miserable as old age and bad health are, they have a way of humbling people. And Chilomoto agreed that he wanted the new life that Jesus offered his soul. Samuel led that man to accept Christ Jesus as his savior. Because Chilomoto humbled himself, his family and several others in the village also accepted Jesus. One of my favorite Samuel Kabanaki stories comes from a time before he was supported with Gospel Inc. He was a young man and had not even been a Christian that long, but he had linked up with some other young people to go out as a singing group for the Lord. Nowadays in Tanzania, the Jesus film can be taken into the bush with a generator and a big white screen. But back in the 1980s, the preachers would gather a crowd with some hearty singing, and so Samuel was one of the ensemble. They were up in the northern part of Tanzania and they were finished for the night and in good moods as they made their way back to where they were staying. Oh, how surprised they were to be arrested. That's right, arrested. In this part of the country, there was a curfew due to the Uganda-Tanzania War. 
Even though the war was officially over at this time, the curfew was not. Samuel found himself and his buddies in the jailhouse. What should they do? Not much they could do, but they remembered Paul and Silas. So even though they had sung quite a bit already that night, the cell block was ringing with praises to Jesus and acknowledging him as the true king and savior. <laughs> the next morning when the magistrate made his way to see what kind of rabble had been pulled in overnight, he was so surprised. He went to the warden. Do you know who these people are? Well, by that time, the warden knew that they were definitely singers. I know these boys, declared the magistrate. What are they doing in jail? Well, one thing they weren't doing, they weren't sleeping all night. When I was a boy, I read the Jungle Doctor books by Paul White. I learned later that most of these stories occurred in the country of Tanzania. Moody Press printed thousands of those books, and the stories captivated the imaginations of boys and girls as to what it might be like to travel to Africa or to be a medical missionary. Tanzania still needs missionaries. There are still people living in villages who worship their ancestors and who have never heard the gospel. There's people in Tanzania that are disillusioned with the false teachings of prosperity. There's young people gathered to watch soccer, but willing to hear the gospel message afterward. Yes, Tanzania needs missionaries, but I praise God that he has people living there doing his work and sharing his message. Samuel Kabanaki didn't need to go to language school, but he did go to the Baptist seminary in Arusha. He became one of the strongest preachers in his country. Today, he has a lot more than one person in his congregation. <laughs> in fact, he has started multiple churches. The man who once had to borrow a suit has resources through his gospeling sponsors to go out to unreached areas and to spread the gospel and to purchase Bibles for new converts. Oh, and today, Samuel has his own suit and he's still preaching. And that, my friends, is good news. And the dawning to noonday bright. And Christ's great kingdom shall come to earth, the kingdom of love and light. If God sends you to Tanzania, you need to go. The fields are white to harvest. If God tells you to support a national preacher through Gospel Inc., you need to give. It's possible that you could sponsor the 200th National Preacher through Gospel Inc. in Tanzania. The least you can do is check out the photos that Super Sammy sent with some of his different reports. I have posted a photo on the webpage of Chilamoto, the former priest of that false religion that lived in that town that Samuel led to the Lord. There's also other colorful photos out of Tanzania. You should know the website, cupofgoodnews.org. That's cupofgoodnews.org. Until next time, 